Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome to the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck. And I'm Marco. Today we're diving deep into the life and legacy of an unsung hero of science, Rosalind Franklin. Ah, Rosalind Franklin. The woman who was the backbone of DNA but didn't get backed for a Nobel Prize. That's right, Chuck. Let's step back into the early 20th century, the era that shaped Rosalind Franklin. Born in 1920, Rosalind entered a world recovering from the ravages of World War I. That's right, Marco. The Great War had just ended, leaving Europe in a state of reconstruction and reevaluation. Nations were rebuilding, and the map of Europe was being redrawn. And it wasn't just the map of Europe. The world of science was also undergoing a transformation. The war had spurred technological advancements, and there was a newfound respect for scientific inquiry. Meanwhile, across the pond, the United States was experiencing the Roaring Twenties. Jazz was the new rage, prohibition was in full swing, and the economy was booming, until it wasn't. Remember, the Great Depression was just around the corner. Back in Britain, where Rosalind was born, the suffrage movement had recently achieved a significant victory. In 1918, women over 30 who met minimum property qualifications were granted the right to vote. This was a major step forward for women's rights, a context that surely influenced Rosalind's upbringing. Absolutely, Marco. In fact, Rosalind was born into a family that valued education and social activism. Her father, Ellis Franklin, was a merchant banker with a deep interest in science and education, and her mother, Muriel Whaley Franklin, was involved in social welfare programs. They were a progressive Jewish family living in Notting Hill, London. This environment of social awareness, combined with the global shifts in politics, science, and culture, set the stage for Rosalind's life. She grew up in a world where the old was giving way to the new, and where traditional roles and ideas were being challenged. And let's not forget the scientific community of that time. This was the era of Einstein, Curie, and Bohr. Physics and chemistry were making leaps and bounds. The foundation for modern science was being laid, and Rosalind was right there to build upon it. So, in this melting pot of social change, scientific revolution, and family influence, Rosalind Franklin began her journey. A journey that would take her from the classrooms of Cambridge to the forefront of molecular biology. And what a journey it was. Rosalind Franklin's early life set the stage for her remarkable career. Born on July 25, 1920, in Notting Hill, London, she was the second of five children in a well-off and influential Jewish family. Her family was quite exceptional. Her father, Ellis Arthur Franklin, was a banker and a teacher, known for his progressive views. He was a key figure in the Working Men's College in London, promoting education for all. And her mother, Muriel Whaley Franklin, was a socially conscious individual, deeply involved in welfare work. She was a driving force in various social programs, focusing on helping the underprivileged. With such parents, it's no surprise that Rosalind and her siblings were brought up in an environment that valued education, social justice, and intellectual curiosity. Absolutely. They lived in a household that was both intellectually stimulating and socially aware. Dinner conversations likely ranged from the latest scientific discoveries to the pressing social issues of the day. Rosalind's early education was at the St. Paul's Girls' School in London, a prestigious institution known for its academic rigor. It was here that her interest in science, 
particularly chemistry, began to take root. It's worth noting that St. Paul's was one of the few girls' schools at the time that taught physics and chemistry. Rosalind thrived in this environment, showing an early aptitude for these subjects. Her family also fostered her interest in science. Her father, in particular, was keen on educating his daughters as well as his sons, a progressive stance for that time. Rosalind's aunt, Helen Bentwich, was another influential figure in her life. Helen was a barrister and a feminist, known for her work in education reform. She likely had a hand in shaping Rosalind's views on women's rights and her academic pursuits. Beyond academics, Rosalind also developed a love for hiking and outdoor adventures, often exploring the countryside with her family. This love of nature would stay with her throughout her life. So, from her supportive, intellectually vibrant family to her groundbreaking education, Rosalind's early years were a blend of nurturing, challenge, and inspiration. These experiences laid the foundation for her future scientific pursuits. Rosalind Franklin's scientific talents were as multifaceted as a well-cut crystal. From a young age, she displayed a natural affinity for the sciences, especially chemistry and physics. Indeed Chuck. Her talent in science wasn't just about her aptitude in the lab. It was her unique approach to problem-solving, her meticulous attention to detail, and her unwavering determination that set her apart. That's right Marco, Rosalind was known for her precision. Her school reports from St. Paul's Girls' School in London mentioned her exceptional skills in science, particularly in practical experiments. Her teachers described her as a methodical and accurate student, qualities that would later define her scientific career. Beyond her academic prowess, Rosalind also had an artistic side, which manifested in her exceptional skills in photography. This talent would later play a crucial role in her scientific work, particularly in her X-ray diffraction studies. Her love for nature and outdoor activities also contributed to her scientific temperament. Hiking and exploring the natural world helped her develop an observational skill set and a deep appreciation for the intricate patterns found in nature. Rosalind's intellectual curiosity was nurtured in her family environment, which encouraged open discussions on a wide range of topics, including science and social issues. This upbringing honed her critical thinking skills and her ability to view problems from multiple perspectives. It wasn't just her mind that was being prepared for a life in science, her character was also being shaped. Rosalind was known for her resilience and perseverance, qualities that were essential for a woman in the male-dominated field of science at that time. Her talent for science was also reflected in her passion for learning. She was fluent in French and German, languages that were crucial for a scientist of that era as many scientific papers were published in these languages. To sum up, Rosalind Franklin's scientific talents were a blend of natural ability, nurtured curiosity, methodical precision, and a resilient character. It's these qualities that propelled her into the forefront of scientific research, and they were instrumental in her groundbreaking work. Rosalind Franklin's educational journey was as groundbreaking as her later scientific work. After her exemplary schooling at St. Paul's Girls' School, she advanced to one of the world's most prestigious universities. That's right, Chuck. In 1938, Rosalind enrolled at Newnham College, Cambridge, to study natural sciences, with a focus on chemistry. At Cambridge, she was exposed to some of the most brilliant minds in science, an experience that profoundly shaped her scientific approach. And it wasn't just the academic environment. At Cambridge, Rosalind was part of a community that was pushing the boundaries of what women could achieve in science. 
Remember, this was a time when women were still fighting for their place in the scientific community. Absolutely. Her time at Cambridge was marked by intense study and research. She graduated in 1941 with second-class honours, a result that didn't fully reflect her abilities or efforts. This was partly due to the war and the disruptions it caused in the academic environment. Speaking of the war, it had a significant impact on her early career. Rosalind's first job was at the British Coal Utilization Research Association, where she conducted research on the porosity of coal. This work was crucial for maximizing the efficiency of coal use, a vital concern during wartime Britain. Her research on coal not only contributed to the war effort, but also led to her doctorate. Her thesis, The Physical Chemistry of Solid Organic Colloids with Special Reference to Coal and Related Materials, earned her a PhD from Cambridge in 1945. After the war, Rosalind moved to Paris, a city that would become crucial in her development as a scientist. It was there that she joined the Laboratoire Central de Services Chimiques de l'État, where she worked with Jacques Mering. In Paris, Rosalind honed her skills in X-ray crystallography, a technique that would later catapult her into the limelight of molecular biology. Working with Mering, she became adept at using X-ray diffraction to understand the molecular structures of various substances. Her time in Paris was a period of significant growth and independence. Rosalind embraced the city's intellectual and cultural life, furthering her personal and professional development. She became fluent in French, both in language and in scientific thought. Rosalind's early career, marked by her education at Cambridge and her work in Paris, laid the foundation for her later achievements. It was a blend of rigorous academic training, practical wartime research, and the refinement of her skills in X-ray crystallography. Rosalind Franklin's contributions to science were groundbreaking and wide-ranging. After her stint in Paris, she returned to London in 1951, where she joined King's College. It was here that she made her most famous discovery. That's right, Marco. At King's College, Rosalind worked on the DNA project. She applied her expertise in X-ray crystallography to DNA fibers, producing clear, detailed images. And one of these images, famously known as Photo 51, taken in 1952, was pivotal. It revealed the helical structure of DNA. This was a monumental discovery, revealing the fundamental building block of life. But her contributions didn't stop there. Rosalind's detailed analysis of the DNA images, alongside her meticulous research notes, were critical in deciphering the DNA structure. It's often overlooked that her notes provided the crucial piece of evidence needed to confirm the double helix model. Absolutely, Chuck. And let's not forget her contribution to understanding the A and B forms of DNA. Rosalind was the first to point out that DNA could exist in two different forms, depending on its relative humidity. This observation was key to understanding how DNA could store genetic information. Beyond DNA, Rosalind made significant strides in the study of viruses. In 1953, she moved to Birkbeck College, where she shifted her focus to the structure of viruses, particularly the tobacco mosaic virus. Her work on viruses was as groundbreaking as her DNA research. Rosalind used X-ray diffraction to create detailed models of the virus's structure. This was one of the first instances where the structure of a virus was elucidated at such a detailed level. Her research laid the foundation for modern virology. Understanding the structure of viruses has been crucial in the development of vaccines and treatments for viral diseases. 
Rosalind's scientific approach was also noteworthy. She was known for her rigorous methodology, her insistence on empirical evidence, and her skepticism of speculative models. This approach, while it sometimes put her at odds with other scientists, ensured the accuracy and reliability of her work. Rosalind's contributions extend far beyond her untimely death in 1958. Her discoveries in DNA and virus structures have had a lasting impact on biology and medicine. Indeed, Chuck. Her work is a testament to the power of scientific inquiry, the importance of detailed observation, and the profound impact one individual's research can have on our understanding of the natural world. Sadly, Rosalind's story isn't just a tale of triumph. She faced prejudice, her work was overshadowed, and her health deteriorated due to exposure to X-ray radiation. She passed away at the young age of 37, but not before leaving a legacy that would inspire generations. A legacy that continues to shape science today. From understanding genetic diseases to unlocking the mysteries of life itself, Rosalind's contributions are everywhere. As we wrap up, let's reflect on Rosalind Franklin's lasting impact. A woman of brilliance, resilience, and determination who pushed the boundaries of science and society. And let's not forget the lessons she taught us about recognition, equality, and the importance of giving credit where it's due. So here's to Rosalind, the unsung hero of DNA. May her story be a double helix of inspiration and caution for the future of science. Thank you for joining us on this journey through Rosalind Franklin's life. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and share with fellow history and science buffs. Until next time, this is Chuck and Marco signing off from the History AI Podcast. Keep questioning, keep discovering, and who knows? Maybe you'll be the next Rosalind Franklin. Or at least win a Nobel Prize with your lab partner. Bye everyone. Step into the thrilling world of sports betting with The Starting Line, an introduction to sports betting. Whether you're a beginner or simply curious, this comprehensive guide takes you from the basics to the advanced. Learn to decode odds, develop winning strategies, and bet responsibly. Get your copy now and transform every game into an adventure. The starting line is your first step towards mastering the art of sports betting. Available on Amazon.